0: Do it yeah, so this is another one of my Bowling Green stories.
1: Okay, Bowling Green. Uh, what year? So, okay. what year was this at uh, BG?
0: So, this is Bowling Green. This was my sophomore year, so it was 1999 um, oh, 2000. Okay, All so right. my freshman year, I was basically alone in the dorms, and then my second year, sophomore year, I moved into this dorm. I had already lived in the storm the year before, and then smalls and All these other people that were computer art majors all moved in at the same time. What was really weird, we were all in the same wing of our dormitory and we all had the same major and we were all taking a lot of the same classes. So we had this huge group of people, maybe like 10 dudes that were really familiar with one another. And we weren't always all friends with each other. Like we weren't like close. Like Some people were closer than other people, but we all knew each other. Because we spent so much time together, which is why, you know, there's like a thousand and one stories that me and Smalls could tell. That year, sophomore year, we got all these, went from having no friends at college to having 10 friends instantly. Like all these people where I could get along with them. A couple of the guys on our floor that we were in the same major, they were this church group, you know, it was like all students. It wasn't like stuffy old men and old ladies and nuns and stuff like that. It was, it was mostly young people. And then the pastor was a guy who had gone to school there and then went to a seminary and then came back to be the pastor there. And most of the people were like that, where it was like they were grad students or or they were just helping out. It was a really small group. It wasn't that big, maybe 50 people at the most, probably about 25 more realistically. So I started going to these groups because, you know, they put a bunch of flyers all around campus. And so I was going to this group and just hanging out. And then my sophomore year, I didn't go, but the guys that live diagonal from me, they had already gone for a couple of weeks and they were like, oh, you should come to um, this church group. It's called TNL Thursday Night Live. They had it on Thursdays. It was like a little midweek thing. They had a band play and they do like Christian rock songs And they'd give it a little message, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, these guys are going to it. I went to it before. It's a comfortable group. You're not going to go to any after parties where people are doing beer bongs and stuff like that. You know, we're not going to be having a big orgy afterwards, D. (laughs) No pressure, you know? Right. It's good, clean, fun. You go to this thing. You listen to some music. You chat with some people. And then, you know, whatever. Whatever happens you know, no one's getting hurt. You don't have to spend any money, whatever. It was pretty comfortable for me because that's kind of what I grew up with. Yeah. So there was this girl that I liked that was also going to this group and I met, she was friends with the guys lived on my floor and her name was Dana. And there was a girl whose name I'm going to call, I'm going to call her Janet. And, and so I really liked Dana. We would go to the church thing and then after the, after we would do the little singing and stuff, there was always like a little social period where we would talk and, you know, just be silly and goofy and say stupid stuff. This girl, Dana kept coming over to our dorm to pick up the guys across the hall. And we would all walk to the location together. So I started really liking her a lot. Then she ended up going with this other dude that was in our crew. And that's a different story, but it ended up being, you know, there ended up being some contention there. But after mm-hmm. I um, kind of was trying to move on from this girl, a different girl showed up at the church group at TNL that hadn't been there before. Like she just showed up out of nowhere, dude. They had this thing where you could get together on Wednesdays. It was like a special thing, small group gathering of people, like-minded Christian folk would get together, and they they were there on a Wednesday, and there was this girl there, and I don't know if I remember her name exactly, but from now on, I will refer to her as Black Dress Girl. There's this girl. She's got blonde hair, and she's got a black dress, and I think that they're doing some sort of skit the next night at TNL, so she's there to do this skit, and she's wearing a black dress. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? I've never seen you before, and we come acquainted. I'm like, Oh yeah, this girl's kind of cute. You know, I'll talk to her. So the next night is TNL, right? Dana and Janet come by the, the dorm. They, Oh, you know, we're going to TNL. So I go over to TNL and then I go and I see black dress girl there again. And she's on stage doing this little skit. And I'm like, wow, this girl's really cute. I talked to her the day before she's wearing this black dress again. So two days in a row, she's wearing this black dress, Ellen. I thought it was the (laughs) strangest thing. Two days in a row she's wearing this black dress. Yeah, that's a little weird. And I talked to her a little bit prior, and I was like, I told my friends, I was like, I think I'm going to ask this girl out. I'm going to ask her out on a date, you know?
1: Even though she's wearing the same thing two days in a row.
0: I thought it was very strange, but I was like, well, she probably wore it as a dress rehearsal the night before. Today was the show, the little skit, so that's why she wore it two days. So that's why she's wearing the black dress uh, twice. There you go. Assuming. There you go. So after the service is over, you know they sing their songs or whatever. She's over there and she's getting off the stage. I go on over to talk to her, and when I go over to talk to her, all of my friends. There's like three guys from my floor, and then there's these two girls. There's Janet and Dana. Dana, I'm kind of like, oh man, why am I still hanging out with you? You just made out with my friend. You know, I had a huge <laughs> crush on you. Don't talk to me. Yeah. I'm not as smooth as, you know, I let on. I'm kind of a nervous guy. <laughs> oh, I find that hard to do. <laughs> Kind of a nervous guy. It's hard for me to even go up to a girl and talk to her, let alone go up to her in front of all of my friends and ask her out. But I go and I, I work up the courage to do this. I'm like, I'm going to go up to her and I'm going to ask her if she wants to go out. As I go up to her and I start talking to her, I, I get like two words out like, hey, how's it going? I enjoyed your skit instantly everyone is crowded around us working up the courage oh we should go do this and janet is like shouting like chris 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 do you want to go to frickers chris we're going to frickers chris Mm -hmm. and she's like shouting at me i'm like ignoring her because i'm trying to like talk to this girl i'm like what what do you want i'm trying to talk to black dress girl right now what what do you want yes we'll go to frickers in a second let me just finish this conversation so I go and I I get the girl's number and I say, oh, we should go out to the movies. I, this weekend, let me call you. She's like, oh, that'd be fun. So we were supposed to go to the movies. I don't know what movie was playing. Maybe it was Scream or maybe oh. the Blair Witch Project or something was playing. Oh, going. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, we'll go to the movies. So this is on Thursday. And I'm like, well, let's go on, on, let's go on Saturday night. That's a good date night. I get her number. I don't remember whether she called me or I called her. We planned on going someplace beyond the cinema. So I asked my friend, look, I borrow your car. He let me borrow his Accord. Uh, it was like a older 80s Accord. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like the most pimp car, but, you know, I didn't have a car. So it was significantly more pimp than my lack of a car. It was the
1: most pimp car available.
0: It was the most pimp car available. I did not have access to the Scott Smalley Eclipse, but right. this old Accord was definitely going to get the job done of, Driving us to where we needed to go. Yeah. So um, she goes in and I, I'm like, oh, what movie do you want? I call her up. I'm like, oh, what movie do you want to see? You know, do you want to go see? Um, I don't know. The Matrix or Blair Witch or Scream or whatever, whatever was coming out in 1999. Um, and so she's like, <laughs> well, a friend of mine's band is playing at this place called the DC Ranch. Um, do you want to go there? I guess. And then she's like, and then afterwards, we could go out swing dancing. Swing dancing, huh? So, the, another, so when I was hanging out with this church group the year before, like my freshman year, like two or three people that were really social. Like they saw me at church and they were like, oh, here's this guy. He's standing in the back. He doesn't have any friends. We'll go talk to him. So they went up and they talked to me. And one of the things we did, they said, oh, hey, do you want to go swing dancing with us? And um, this was like just after swingers had come out i think so in swingers the movie ends and they're like swing dancing and you're so money cherry pop and daddies are big and, <laughs> or uh, big bad voodoo daddy like bands like that are really popular and i'm like well you know i don't know how to swing dance but you know there's a couple of girls here and you know maybe they... i i know i had the wrong idea dylan when you're dealing with uber christian college girls like these aren't the loosest women On campus, you know like (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like, that's an understatement. Like Dylan, when you see things on TV about colleges where there's women walking around in their in their bra and panties down the hallway and there's guys Uh, just having like endless amounts of sex and beer bongs. It's not not these ladies. These are not those ladies, Dylan. And Mm -hmm. you know what? Here's the thing, Dylan. At the time I don't know what the heck I was thinking. My college experience in my sophomore year was just like one of those things where maybe one of these virgin christian girls maybe they'll decide that they're not gonna wait till marriage and i'm the one like i'm the special one like they're gonna meet me and then all of a sudden all of their right all their bows are gonna go out the window (laughs) you know they're oh um, dude i don't know what it was dude uh, but (laughs) but i felt like i don't know man I don't know either, dude. But I was going based on my experience. You know, I was like, "Well, I know, like, I know a lot about the Bible." Yeah, that
1: would be pretty sweet if you could
0: pull that off. It's like, it's like I know all the all the books of the Bible, and you know, I know all these verses. I can impress them with that. You know, you know, Mm. I don't. I was losing going into it. Like, there was no win. There was no win in this whole situation. Definitely. But I didn't know any better. I was just like, okay, these people are hanging out. I'm not hanging out with anybody. There's females that are actually talking to me. So let's just see where this goes. So I went swing Mm -hmm. dancing. And so I'd been swing dancing before. So when she was like, oh, we're going swing dancing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know how to swing dance. You know, because I went swing dancing twice (laughs) like the year before. And, um, it, it, you know, the year before, I, it didn't get me anywhere from chauvinistic point of view at all. It just got me, you know, more plutonic friends. It's like, okay, all right. So we're talking on the phone and she's like, we'll go to the D.C. ranch and then we'll go out swing dancing. I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. Borrow my friend's car. So I go and I pick her up and I'm wearing a dress shirt and a tie and, you know, I'm wearing dress shoes and black pants and, dude, when I go to her dorm, you would call people from, like, the front door or something like that. I think there was, like, a little phone you could call, and they'd come down. And, dude, guess what she was wearing? The mm. same black dress as before, <laughs> D. Dude. That's what I was going to guess, man. <laughs> dude, it's the third time I've seen her. She's worn the black dress all three times. All three times. That's why she's black dress girl, dude. All three times. She comes down. She's got the black dress. She's like, okay, let's go to the D.C. ranch. So we go to the D.C. Ranch. There's like a road that goes through Bowling Green and through like Maumee and it goes north. It goes parallel with the 75. It goes from Bowling Green all the way up to Toledo. And there's a lot of farms out there and there's a lot of nothing. But then there's this place that kind of looks kind of like an airplane hangar or something where it's flat on the bottom. But then it's like a half cylinder. It's like a cylinder flew down from space. And landed flat. And then the floor flattened and the rest of it was rounded on top. Interesting. And it was called the DC Ranch. And it had like a bar and bands would play there, I guess. Hmm. So um, there was this band that was playing there. It was a Christian rock band. And mm-hmm. I think they ended up becoming famous in the Christian rock world or ended up with a couple right. albums. But you wouldn't have heard of them. They weren't Creed. No, know? not me.
1: <laughs> for sure. Uh, what was the band that played that song Flood?
0: Oh, that was Jars of Clay.
1: Yeah. It wasn't Jars of Clay either.
0: No, it wasn't Jars of Clay. Although J- Jars of Clay is pretty good. But yeah. That's, oh, that song is great. That song is awesome. But yeah, it wasn't Jars of Clay, but kind of in that vein. Okay. I go there and this girl knows this guy in this band. I don't know really how she knows them. We show up and the band's manager comes up to us and starts talking to us. So she's familiar with the band's manager. The band eventually goes on stage and they play a bunch of these songs. They play a couple of covers. I think one of them was a Weezer song. Then after Mm. the show, the rest of the band goes somewhere. And then the bass player of the band comes down to the floor and starts talking to the girl I'm on a date with. It's one of those conversations where, okay, I thought we were on a date. I'm standing here and you just had a half hour conversation with this dude. Oh man. What the hell am I even doing here? Like, why am I even standing here for a half hour while you guys are talking? I've gone on a lot of dates over a period of time, you know, with my wife and with other people. And typically I come up with all this fun stuff to do on these dates. Like we go out to sushi or we go out and play putt-putt or we go to the movies Or we do all these different things.
1: And it's it's usually not hit on the basis from a Christian band.
0: Yeah. It, It would be like if I went on a date with a girl and then I knew a girl who was like the bass player in a Christian band and I went and I was like, oh yeah, my friend who's a girl is a bass player. In this Christian band. Uh, Let's go see this band. And then I'm going to talk to her for a half hour while you stand there and watch. And and nod your head while they talk about how they're getting a record deal. Jealousy starts to set in. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that if the rules were reversed, Naturally. I think that she might've been, what the heck are you doing talking to this girl for so long? I thought yeah. we were on a date together. You know, why are we even watching this band? How come we're not at the movies? How come we're not playing putt-putt right now? You know, what kind of date reading is reading the Bible or something. Yeah. Or reading the Bible. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. You and me on a date should not be talking to this bass player. Yeah. We should be doing something. <laughs> right. Doing something this is else. not what we should
1: be doing. Yeah.
0: She says, oh, hey, bass player guy. We're going to go to this bar. I don't remember the name of the bar, but we're going to go dancing tonight. We're going to go swing dancing. I'm already like, why is she inviting this guy onto our date? Dylan, I understand I probably wasn't going to get to second or third base with this girl. I wasn't going to score with this girl. Maybe ever.
1: You weren't going to get past uh, Genesis with this girl.
0: I wasn't gonna Genesis, one one. That was as far as I was gonna get with her. So right. already I had no shot with her. But the fact that she was inviting other dudes onto <laughs> this dude, day, I wish I
1: I wish I knew the books of the Bible better because I could <laughs> I, I would have been like much less Deuteronomy. I don't know where Deuteronomy fits in, in the Bible, but that's, is that close to third base or five? Oh, that's pretty far. That's six? definitely near third base definitely not getting to deuteronomy with this chick we were
0: not i was not going to get to deuteronomy at all yes genesis was where it was going to (laughs) end so (laughs) she invites this dude to this place and then we leave and then we drive up to toledo which is like another 20 miles up this country road to Toledo, and we go to this bar, this jazz bar. There's almost nobody there on a, on a Saturday night. There's a jazz band there playing the Strawberry Poppin' Daddies or something. They were playing like swing <laughs> music, you right. know, but it wasn't a famous one. It was 12 piece orchestras, basically. You know, it was like saxophones and trumpets and trombones, big band. And then a right. guy playing the guitar and is singing You and Me and the Bottle Makes Three and Hey Daddy O and Jump Jive and wail and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was right. like that kind of a thing. And I, like I said, I watched Swingers, and I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like yeah. a cool little uh, thing I'm doing here. I'm doing like some sort of uh, retro 1920s uh, Swingers kind of vibe going on. Mm-hmm. Going, going. I'm, I'm going to be swing dancing with this girl. It's going to be great. Nice. Nice. Now, I'm not the greatest swing dancer. I'm not the most graceful guy. You know, I could try and pretend to what? dance. What, but, what you saying? Chris, what? I know you. Yeah. You well, got the moves. Yeah, well, I could try. I could try and have the moves. So, you got the moves, Chris. <laughs> so we show up at this place, <laughs> and, uh, and I swing dance with her for a little bit. And I'm not great, but, you know, I know a couple of moves, and so I do the moves I know. And mm-hmm. then the band takes a break or whatever. And what's really strange is so I'm only 19 or 20 at the time. I don't remember who it was, the bass player. oh Well, the bass player from that band shows up, right? And the manager of that band shows up. It's this other this other girl, it's like, uh, I mean, I'm 19, and this other girl, she was probably like 28. She was she had some years on me, and so she's like, <laughs> I guess they knew the bartender, and the bartender comes up to me and he's like, Oh, do you want a drink? And I said, Well, I'm only 19 right now, and he's like, Oh, that's okay. I'll just get you whatever you want. No, if you've seen the movie Swingers recently, but the big thing is ordering a no, scotch on a rocks. Scotch on the rocks. Everybody's drinking scotch on the rocks. All right. You know, so I'm like, oh, I'll take a scotch on the rocks. You know, so it sounded cool. I'm 19. I barely drank at the time. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I had really even drank alcohol at all at the time. Maybe I had had a beer or and not liked it or, you know, I had some boons. Uh, I really had not drank because when I was in high school, dude, I grew up like really seriously like straight edge. You dude, know, me
1: too. I mean, up until I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so drinking I know what you're was saying. not was not part of my thing. So if you're drinking like really good scotch, dude, you yeah. don't have to drink much of it to get a little bit of a buzz. If oh, it's like yeah.
1: especially yeah. <laughs> without any kind of base without a <laughs> experience. Yeah, yeah right. exactly.
0: You have no I have no tolerance. It's just scotch and ice. And I'm like drinking this and I'm like how do people drink this? This is like drinking gasoline,
1: right? right.
0: Or like, uh, yeah, <laughs> turpentine or something toxic. Yeah, it's like, why, why do they order this fifty times on swingers? I can't. this can't be right. Yeah, this is not a cool thing. <laughs> what what I'm doing right now is not cool. You know, right. or maybe it is cool. I have no idea. So while I'm <laughs> I at the don't bar, know what cool is? <laughs> so while I'm up at the bar, like getting the scotch, d And you know, taking sips. The bass player guy, he's going up and he's talking to the girl that I'm on a date with, dude. So this place has multiple floors on it, and all of a sudden, when I'm not really paying attention, her and the bass player walk towards some steps, like in the back. And I'm like, "What the hell is happening?" You know. So I walk over. I walk up the steps. The bass player goes up and the second floor of the place was like salsa music you know it was really strange that they had the swing music and then the second floor was salsa so he goes dancing with some other girl so I'm standing there listening to salsa music standing next to my date and I go and I put my arm around her to be like okay just to establish the fact that I'm on a date and you're talking to this guy I'm going to put my arm around you to let <laughs> mm-hmm. you know that I'm actually interested in you this sounds bad. Yeah, dude. She shrugs her shoulders and then she takes her elbow and nudges me in the side as if don't put your arm around me. I thought I thought we were on a date. Like, aren't we on a date? Like we should like we were just dancing with one another. Yeah. So then I go and I, you know, take a step to the side and it's like, OK, well, I don't I, I don't know what's going on. You know, and and the hours are ticking by, D. It's like 11 o'clock by now, 1130. And right. we've been there for like two hours. The scotch is kind of getting to me. I'm kind of like, all right, what's happening? Hardcore buzzing. The bass player comes up and he grabs her, right? And he's like, hey, let's dance. I'm like, what is the deal with this? And D, they were, they, dude, this girl might have been like the most chased christian girl from one perspective (laughs) but d she was have you seen the movie dirty dancing (laughs) yeah not for a while but yeah she and this guy were dirty dancing dude
1: they were dirty dancing
0: they dirty danced for easily an hour i put my arm around you to show affection to show i was interested in you and then you went over and then you dirty danced with this guy? Like, what is going on with this? The band manager or something comes up to me. And I'm, like, standing on the side, you know, ho- holding this scotch that I've been nursing for the last hour and a half. And she's like, oh, you don't have anything to worry about because they're just dance partners. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough, man. Um, I'm like, you're, like, we're supposed to go on this date, right? And you go and you take me to this place where his band is playing. And then you invite him to go to this bar, to this club, multi-level dance club. Now you're dancing with him dirty style. How am I supposed to? I understand if you're dance partners, but is this what you're supposed to do on a date? Like just make your date just kind of stand there, D? Definitely not. (laughs) So I'm standing there, dude. The night just keeps going. And I eventually, like, lose track of her. Like, she's at this place. I was, like, her ride. sounds terrible. sounds terrible. Dude, it was awful. I went back down to the first floor where the Cherry Pop and Daddy's Band was playing. And there was no one there. And she was still upstairs. And eventually, dude, it got to be, like, 2.30 in the morning. And I'm still nursing the same scotch. And she finally comes down and is like, are you ready to go? And at the time, I was working... For the TV station on the football show.
1: Oh, right, right.
0: Yeah, remember we are talking about the football show. So we're, mm-hmm. And so I had to be at the football show at 6 o'clock in the morning, right? So I was planning the date, D, where we were going to be going to like a movie theater. And the movie was going to be, we might be going to like a 9 o'clock show and getting home at like 11. But here, we were going to a club that's like 45 minutes away on a country road. And then we're staying there till three o'clock in the morning, (laughs) dude, she came down the steps from that, from that second floor. And I was just like, out of my mind, like what is going on? Like what, how, how could this have possibly happened? We drive home and dude, we didn't speak the entire way. We just drove the whole way in silence. And (laughs) I, I, I have no idea, dude, like what this girl was thinking but it, we make it back to the dorms dude we were talking about like making it to genesis or or deuteronomy or whatever yeah. i don't even think we even like kissed on the cheek i think that we might have maybe done like an awkward hug that was it and then i never saw her again dude i never saw her again after that never even never even saw her again no dude she like disappeared she like transferred to a different school dude and I ended up going into work at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning the next day. Like, I had, like, two hours of sleep, and I was so, so exhausted, dude. So exhausted, like, clicking the switcher on the football show, dude. It was yeah. awful. You know, did you ever get to, like, tell her, like, what you thought of her? Like, no, like man. nothing? It was no, just, like, dude. you dropped her off, and that was it? I dropped her off at her dorm, and it that was it, dude. I, I never even had, like, another awkward moment with her, I don't think. Maybe... I mean, she had, to, maybe she was still going to the church thing and she just was like, they, there was so many people there that we never ran into each other, but dude, it was just such a weird thing. Cause it was, you know how nowadays, like you get somebody's phone number and then you could like text them like, Oh, you know, how's it going? I haven't talked right. to you in a while. Like yeah. there was none of that. It was just like, that was it. On with our lives as if nothing had, had even happened. And what was ridiculous D is that nothing practically did happen. Except for she went and she took, it was almost like she went on a date with me just to make this dude jealous. Piece of shit, man. That's what she is.
1: <laughs> so what do you think of that story, D? Dude, I think she's a piece of shit. <laughs> got me more fired up than I thought I was going to be fired up.